Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans or fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. All right, welcome back, Brewer fans. The Brew Crew Review is back with you. We've got myself, Craig, Vince, and Scott, and Chad. And- Whoa. Craig, did you make that rhyme on purpose? Like, did you, like, in pre-production, did you write that down? Brooks Review is back with you. You should say that every episode. It's kind of cool. We've been taping – yeah, we, we've been taping this show since 2004, and it's the first time you've used that line, Craig. What's up with that? Yeah. Well, we I actually have a, whole, I have a whole song that I sing myself that, that is called <laughs> – but whatever. Did you in I'll, your rhyme say that Chad is here or is not here? Um, He's – He's in the waiting room. Can you click and let him in or not? It's like a, it's called, I think no, he's no, getting no. giving second shots out to kids now with COVID. Yeah, the interns handle the waiting room. We don't we don't touch that. Oh, all right. It's, well, they're not doing a very good yeah, job. Not, uh, could you possibly fire them? Chad's getting pretty. Pissed. I think. No, actually, Tim Dillard poached all of our interns, so <laughs> we're out <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to do a, a Brewer and Major League Baseball season predictions here on this episode. I, I would like to point out that, unfortunately, because of COVID, I don't think we did a prediction one last year. Um, but two years ago, we did do one, and I, I just happened to look back on it uh, to see all the things that we went over so we could do it again. And um, I successfully predicted that the Washington Nationals would beat the Astros in the World Series in 2019. And right after I made that comment, Scott said I should put money on Vegas on it because he thought that was a ridiculous uh, prediction. And I failed to do some to Scott's betting advice. And unfortunately, that's exactly what happened. The Nationals did win the World Series two years ago. He lives in Vegas, Craig. I mean, he knows what he's talking about. Man. Absolutely. So, Oddly enough, that's the last game that I went to, guys, was the uh, 2019 – I think go to the World Series. I went to the NLCS. So it would have been the Dodgers against the uh, Nationals. Yeah, 2019. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Got you too, right? Wow. That, yeah, that, well, no, no, that wild card well, game that we went to. Wild card was, game. That was the last time I've been at a game anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, went to the next, I went to the next couple of series. I think that the Nationals that you played, St. Louis, and then L.A. Um, and I went to both yeah. of those. And then I didn't go to the – I didn't go to the World Series, but um, anyways. Yeah. That's cool. Missing. Hey, very excited to see live baseball again, guys. Very excited. Absolutely. Get your vaccines. All right. And April 1st, this is not an April Fool's joke. The MLB season will be starting. Um, so, well, let's go around. Uh, let's start with the AL. We'll end with the NL and, of course, end with the Central for the Brewers prediction at kind of giving our, our viewers after the way through little bit of suspense before they know who, uh, who we're going to pick uh, in that division. Well, let's, let's start with the AL or do you guys think we should do that first in case they want to just stop listening or whatever? I don't know. I guess we'll <laughs> <laughs> let's go with the AL, yeah. go with the AL East predictions. Um, go ahead and whatever order you guys want, who wants to, who wants to lead off? Craig, we, we talked about this in pre-production. You got to assign it, man. You're, you're, you're hosting after Scott, uh, All right, let's go, Vince. You go AL East. All right, uh, I'm going to go with the Yankees in first. Tampa, Toronto. No, no, I'm sorry. 
Yankees, Toronto, Tampa. Um, Baltimore is going to finish fifth, Boston in fourth. All right. And Scott? All right. Um, I hate to say it. I think the Yankees win that division. I just think they're too deep. Um, Then I'm going to say the Rays, then the Jays, then the Sox, and then the Orioles. I don't know. I mean, I think that the Rays, I, I hope that they can battle the Yankees for the for the division up until the end, but I don't know. I just think the Yankees are pretty darn stacked. They've managed to muster up somehow a bunch of talent. I don't know how they do it. They stand with the luxury ca- uh, tax. But um, yeah. the Rays, I mean, obviously we're such a good team last year, but you know, they did have some losses. Their their system is deep. I don't think you can count them out. I, I think it would be entirely possible for, for them to win the division as well. But, yeah, I think the Yankees are pretty stacked this year. Um, oddly enough, it's been a number of years since the Yan- Yankees World Championship, since 2009. I know that, uh, Craig, you're, you're probably upset. Fair right enough, now, so. Yankee talk. I'll do my predictions now. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I'll pick the Blue Jays in first. Um, what? Yankees what? in second. No way. Rays in third place. Uh, the Red Sox will be surprisingly better than people think in fourth. And then the Orioles in last, like they're accustomed to, I guess. Um, how are the Red Sox? How, wait, wait, wait. How are the Red Sox better than people think if they're finishing in fourth place? I mean, finishing ahead of Baltimore isn't exactly a huge feat, guys. Well, the other three teams above them are better. But, well, yeah. I mean, but I mean, the Red Sox are going to be over 500. But uh, it'll be a very. Wow. T- obviously so uh all right it'll, it'll be like that one year where um the brewers like fought just to make just to be 500 and we still didn't have a winning season but we fought just to be 500 and no one outside of milwaukee cared that's what the red sox 2021 will be we screw it. we we cared though yeah that was big for us yeah yeah we did We're well the, from the red sox yeah. have a hot Hot shot rookie named Bobby Dahlbeck, who led the majors in home runs in spring training with seven. So watch out for him. All right, all right AL West, Scott. Let's start it. Start us off. Oh, I have to lead off now. All right, I'll go first. AL West. I'll, I'm actually going to have a surprise team for this division win too. And the the Angels, I'm predicting to win that one, uh, followed by the Astros, A's, Mariners, and. The Rangers and far dead last. Scott, you can go on now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, you didn't say the Astros, Craig. Yeah, uh, Angels, Astros, A's. Oh, okay. Mariners and Rangers. Okay, All the got it. At the top of the A card there. Got it. All right. I'm going to go Astros, A's, Angels, Mariners, Rangers. Very nice. Scotty, I've got the exact same thing as you. It's not creative, hmm. but... Um, I don't know. I mean, I was, the I was, Angels should be good. Seattle. They have Mike Trout. They have great, like, they have some yeah. great pieces there, but they also have some glaring issues And every year. Like, they're always, um, I don't know, not super great defensively. Their pitching is always an issue. I don't know. We'll see how well, it goes. I'm going to predict that I, Sho- I agree. Shohei Otani will win the and Cy Young Award. No, I'm just I'll bet you I'll bet you a hundred dollars on this show right now if that does not happen. I was being a little bit 
a little bit optimistic for Shohei on that one, actually. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do think he'll help. How about fifty bucks? Let's bet. I, I no, I I like the Angels too. I think that they've got some great talent. Obviously, uh, it'll be exciting to see what a lineup of Mike Trout and and Rendon can do in a, over a full season. But you know. A lot they they do have some other holes. I think Otani's a great player, but I, I don't think he's quite in the caliber that you're talking about. He certainly hasn't proven that he's able to avoid injury uh, over the course of a full season, Craig. And um, and Scott, to your point, I mean the pitching has just not been there for for them for I mean God since 2002. It's just been a long time since the Angels have been able to put it all together over, over a full season. I think that. Um, yeah, I think they've got some nice pitchers go rotation with... now, though. I mean, I mean, besides Otani, they do. Obviously, they're yeah. six-man rotation, but they've got Dylan Bundy, who's yeah. who's a near ace. They've got Andrew Haney, who's pretty good. Griffin Camp, yeah. up and comer, and then they, um, you know, they've got some pretty good pieces out there. Um, but with that being said, uh, the bullpen is questionable. But um, obviously, when they've got Shroud and Rondon, and uh, yeah, I think that I think they'll make some noises here, but we'll see. All right, let's move. Okay, on. I'm gonna go. I, so I didn't get my predictions yet. Uh, oh. oh yeah, I did. I, I, I just agree with Scott. No, no, it's fine. Yep. Yeah, if you, yeah. Houston, Houston, Houston Angels. Yeah, all the way through. I was debating between Seattle and Texas at the end of the division, but we'll go. We'll go Seattle four and Texas five. Yeah, agreeing with Scott can never be a bad thing. So, all right, AL, no, not at all. Usually, lead us lead us off with the AL Central, I guess. Man, this is a tough division for me. Um, Every year, I want to say that Cleveland has gotten rid of too many pieces, and every year I come back and look at Cleveland having a, a good team. Um, I'm going to go Cleveland, followed by the White Sox, followed by the Twins, and then um, Royals, Tigers. I know that I know that a lot of people are giving up on Cleveland, but I, I still like them. Yeah, absolutely. One the best pitcher in the league, probably Shane Bieber. So, Scott. Um, this is a really tough one, but I think that this is the year that the White Sox actually, I I think they're going to take that division. I think they're going to edge out the twins. And I think that starting pitching is probably the biggest difference, uh, between the two teams. Um, yeah, I just think the, the White Sox are, yeah, they're, they're up and comers. Then the twins, uh, then I have the Indians. Um, I I don't know. I I think they're going to have a little bit of trouble this year, but I mean, still a good team, like for sure, actually, um, boy, I have to do some math here to see if I still have them in the playoffs, but anyway, uh, then the Royals and then the Tigers. All right. And, and this go around, I actually agree. White Sox will win the division. Uh, twins will be in second with the wild card. Um, Indians third, uh, you know, like I said, I agree with Vince. They could be surprisingly good. Obviously their pitching is always phenomenal. Tristan McKenzie is a pretty good, pretty good pitcher that they got up and coming too. Uh, the Royals, I think again, are their arrows playing up, but not, not too far up from the basements. <laughs> and then the Tigers um, are also in the midst of a rebuild. Um, so yeah, they're dead last, but uh, I think that'll be a pretty, pretty interesting division for sure. So let's move on over to the, uh, to the national league now, NL East. Scott, do you want to start that one off? Um, yeah, sure. Cause it's probably going to be not that popular. Um, I'm going to pick the Braves to win that division. Um, then the Mets, I still think that actually right now, I think that the Mets are, um, 
probably maybe a tick better than the Braves um, on paper, but I don't know. The Braves, I, I just I can't bet against them. I think that they've done this enough that, uh, and the Mets haven't done this enough. So, so Braves then Mets, uh, then this is another weird kind of toss up, I guess, um, between Nationals and Phillies for the battle for third. I am going to say the Phillies and then the Nationals and then the Marlins will round it out. Yeah. No, it, this is this is the toughest division uh, in all of baseball for me to kind of rank and organize. I, um, I'm going to go with the Braves in first as well. Uh, I think that they've really got all the pieces, and they they're they're the most complete organization out of any of them. Um, that being said, you know there's a lot of really other or really good teams in this division. Um, second, I'm going to go with the Phillies this year. I think that they've got some pieces as well. Third, we're going to go with the in a surprise pick, the Marlins. Fourth, we'll go with the Nationals and uh, who am I missing, guys? Fifth is the um, Marlins. Wait, did you pick the no, Braves I the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, Braves are first. Oh, oh the Mets. Mets. Oh, my God. Uh, guys, I forgot the Mets. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, That's all right. Most people do. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Let me, let me reassess. Braves. All true Yankee fans have completely forgot about the Mets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget about the Mets. Braves, Phillies, we'll go um, Mets, Marlins, and then Nationals in fifth place. But, boy, that's a tough division. I, I think that the Nationals, you know, they kind of over-exceeded their talent level uh, a few years ago when they won that world championship. And um, they've lost some pieces since then as well. So, I'm, I'm going to pick them in the basement in the division. All right, my analyst, and I agree with you guys, this is kind of like one of those crapshoot divisions where all, all the teams are kind of have their arrows pointed up or whatnot, um, besides maybe the Nationals. Um, I guess I'll go um, – I'm actually picking the Mets to win the division, um, believe it or not. Uh, Phillies is the wild card. Braves in third. Um, or I should say, yeah, Phillies in second with the wild card. Braves in third. Marlins in fourth. And Nationals in fifth, actually. And watch out for the Marlins. I really think that their young rotation is going to be surprisingly good. Uh, They're good. But that good. being said, the Nationals are, you know, two years removed from the world champions. So, stuff for me. To hey, play. the Marlins were a playoff team last year. So, I mean. That's right. <laughs> and the Brewers. Craig, where'd you pick, Phil- where'd you pick the uh, Phillies? I missed that. Second. Second place Phillies. Second, yeah. yeah, yeah. Braves, surprisingly, in third. Most people are picking to win the division, and that very well could be, but. I just I don't think their pitching is that good, and it's already kind of injury riddled um, this year. Um, yeah. See, um, and they lost Marquez, which I think is going to be a bigger deal than people think. I still think they got a yeah. ton of talent up and down the lineup. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Freddie Freeman, the reigning NL MVP, also is a great, great, great player. And a, All right, let's move more to the I mean, N- yeah, NL West. Uh, I think is this one off. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm going to go with the Dodgers at first. I know we don't like them, but I still think that their talent level is ridiculous. Um, I'll join the crowd and, and, and think that the Padres have improved enough to get the second in a weak division. Uh, so we have Padres in second. In third place, we'll go with the uh, – the, the last three teams in this division are just, you know, I, I think 
all very poor, poorly run teams, to be totally honest. But uh, we'll go Arizona in third, uh, the Giants in fourth, and the Rockies in fifth. Scott? Um, pretty – well, I almost agree, like completely. Um, I'm actually picking the Dodgers for dead last in my heart. So screw you guys. But, um, no, I, I – They'll win first in the division. Um, yeah, I, I think that they just have just too much talent. I mean, the Dodgers could possibly – I think they could – like, if you could handpick their top three players, whoever you think that is, and say that they're all out for the year, I think the Dodgers still make the playoffs. So that's how stacked they, they are. But um, Dodgers, Padres um, – I don't know, handful of games behind them probably. Uh, then I'm actually going to say the Giants. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Giants, they're a really – typically they have a history of being a really good organization, I guess. And um, I know that they're kind of sort of bottoming out now, but um, there is some talent there. I, I just – I don't know. I, I think this is just going to be an interesting year for them where they're going to have a lot of people that – have opportunities and we'll see what happens. Uh, then the Diamondbacks, uh, just a little bit behind them, and then the Rockies, who are in free fall fire sale mode. Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, they they did obviously get rid of one of the best players in the league, uh, Nolan Arenado. But um, I guess it's not free fall fire sale. I mean, this is one of those things, unfortunately, where the economics of baseball, like it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit sad that you know this is their franchise player and. When he inked that contract, if you're a Rockies fan, you just think, go out there and get that jersey because he's going to be here for the next, like, you know, seven, eight years, something like that, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, that didn't work out. But sorry, Rocky fans, you're last. All right, my NL West prediction. I'm actually picking the Padres in first place, followed by the Dodgers, Giants, Diamondbacks. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I just think that the the Potters have a ridiculous depth, um, both on their rotation, bullpen, and their starting lineup. So I I know the Dodgers are ridiculously stacked as well, but I just have a feeling they're going to deal with more injuries and um, than other teams and whatnot. But it'll obviously be a battle. But I'm just picking the Padres. Do you think that the Padres are going to miss trading Zach Davies? I kind of think that they will, actually. Well, they got you. I'm going to predict it. Turn, so I no, I'm gonna, no, no, no. I was going to say I'm going to predict the U injury. <laughs> well, that's not too bold. But, yeah, obviously that's possible. But he also could be a Cy Young Award winner. So, I mean, obviously he has talent. Ah. So, nah. yeah, could be an injury. But it should be interesting. Definitely battle for – definitely one and two almost hands down. And then that division will be Dodgers and Padres. So, um, that should be interesting. All right. Finally, that brings us to, and sorry for having to listen to that 25 minutes, but we're fans we're just waiting for the NL Central predictions. Uh, I don't know. Is it Scott leading off on this one? Yeah, I just, yeah. Again, fans, if you were waiting all for this moment, I hope it's worth it. Um, because the Pittsburgh Pirates will finish in last in this division. See what I'm going to do there. I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> and then um, everyone is significantly better after that. 
<laughs> so, um, at least compared to the Pirates. But um, how about how I about for this division? We start at the bottom and go and end with the first place. That's what I'm doing. That's a great idea, Scott. I know. Just wild cards. <laughs> um, all right, let's see here. Um, after that, believe it or not, um, I think um, I think this is going to be a year that the uh, Cubs fall behind. I'm going to put them in fourth. Um, I mean, obviously, they they lost a few pieces like uh, Schwarber and whoever. I can't remember anymore. But um, I don't know. It's a team that's – Still young, like you they still have the other, the other all the talent. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a big loss. Um, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna put them in fourth. I think that's where they belong. Uh, then after that, the Reds. I'm gonna put in third. I just don't know what to think of this Reds team. Like they could, they could literally be like the darlings, like the Nationals one when where when they won it all. Um, or they could just, you know, finish five games under 500 or so. So, I don't know what's going on with them. They're a little bit hard to predict, I guess. But um, I'm going to put the Cardinals in second because they're not as good as your Milwaukee Brewers. So I'm going to say win this division. Um, I think it will be close. I think there's a lot of prognosticators out there that are actually saying that uh, the Brewers are going to still take this division. But um, I think it's going to be real close. Jeez, Scott, uh, uh, the uh, prognosticator Applin Baseball Magazine picked the Brewers for fourth this year. Uh, well, you know, maybe they just don't know as much about baseball as us. That's that's what I tweeted at him. I'm sure you saw that. <laughs> All right, Vince. Uh, okay, if we're starting backwards, uh, Pittsburgh obviously in fifth. I'm going to go with the Reds. Uh, in fourth, I, I really don't think that they're that good, to be honest. I think that their uh, pitching is still really iffy. I think that their offense is kind of up and down, too streaky. Um, they lost some guys. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Reds in fourth. I'm going to go with the Cubs in third. We'll go with the Cardinals in second and your Milwaukee Brewers in first place. I feel like this is sort of becoming like a that SNL skit with uh, the, the Bears guys where everybody predicts the Bears to, you know, finish first. But I'm um, I'm going to join Scott and pick the Brewers for first. Okay. All right. Now it's my turn. Always the optimist. Um, Pirates and <laughs> Cubs and <laughs> Reds in third. And let's see here. I will pick the Brewers to finish in first place. Followed by the Cardinals and Wow. The Brewers. Wow. The Brewers. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> Craig, did you get uh, – I know that he sent them via text in our pre-production meeting, but did you get our uh, our anonymous source, Tom Carter's pick? Do you want to read those for uh, for the fans as well? And, um, uh, Tom, Tom, Tom sent those and he said, yeah. All right. See, well, our anonymous source said don't say his first or last name if possible. So thank you huh. for that message. Um, I will uh, go with, or no, no, I will go. He, what his text said is the Cardinals will finish first. Followed what? The Brewers, oh, Cubs, Reds, and Pirates. Jeez, Jeez Mr. So, Carter. 
Wow. Uh, he said he was cautiously wow. pessimistic about this year. <laughs> He's been pessimistic for the last 30 years. I don't understand. But uh... <laughs> and, I, and I, I said, are you serious? And he just said, Travis Shaw, question mark. I don't know what that means exactly, but I guess he's not too happy well, about the third base signing. I don't know. Whatever. TC's a tough man to play in, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Who loses their spot if uh, the Brewers, for some reason, well, let's say that the Brewers, for some reason, um, were able to sign, like, even, like, Jed Jerko or something like that. Who would lose their spot, Shaw or Vogelbach? That's a great question. So, you've got to view both of them, at that point, as left-handed power threats off the bench, right? I mean, both Vogelbach and, and Shaw have that value if they're both Vogelbach. bench bench guys you think Vogelbach loses his spot I guess I guess because Shaw could in theory play several positions right so I think Vogelbach loses his spot Shaw could play third or first you know so I think he's got some more versatility which obviously Council and, and Stearns likes yeah Vogelbach it's, it's your fantasy for us to re-sign Jed Jerko for some reason <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no I just think it would be a significant upgrade <laughs> that's all <laughs> Well, that's and, and that's kind of, I mean, there's not a lot of places where Jed Jericho can land and be a significant upgrade. So, I Except don't know. this podcast, really. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I guess I'll be different than, than Vance and I, I guess if we're doing that thing, I mean, Shaw would probably fell flat on his face. I would just, get, I would guess it would be Shaw they'd cut bait on because if he's doing, they wouldn't be signing Jericho if he was doing anything decent so i guess that's what my answer would be to that so so before we go away from these division uh let's if you guys could recap all your your three division winners and your two wild cards and then oh boy. in each in each league i'll go first and then um and then we'll we'll end up by doing our world series prediction so i'll go with mine Did the interns i i don't know if the interns were credits for this segment but okay well they should be fired then um yep so my al division winners were the blue jays angels and white Sox. i've got as the wild cards the yankees and the twins once again if you baseball fans weren't paying attention only 10 total teams are making the playoffs this year two wild cards in each league and three division winners uh what my anna scott no. What? What Dallas, Dallas depends on you? No DH. Well, I don't know, man. I guess I didn't know that. I'm just happy that we have a DH. We have a DH this year, right? <laughs> well, we no. have the end. I'll go back. Scott. Or as you guys call uh, Bach. But, uh, never mind. We do have him. He's a DH, but he's not allowed to play there. Um, anyway, <laughs> the my, my NL <laughs> – Playoff teams are the division winners, the Mets, the Brewers, and the Padres. Wild cards I had as the Phillies and the Dodgers. And my World Series prediction is the White Sox over the Padres. Who wants? Who wants? That's cool. I'll I'll jump in. I you guys, I hate to say it. I think that I think the Brewers are going to be really good this year. I bet. Um, I, I don't want this, but I think it's going to be a Dodgers-Yankees World Series. I, I hope I'm wrong, actually. But um, we'll say the Yankees win the World Series against the Dodgers. I hope okay. I'm wrong. Uh, who are your wild card teams? Are you skipping that? I probably will just skip it because they're going to lose to the Dodgers and the Yankees. 
All right. <laughs> oh man. Scott, you're up. All right. Um, no, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'll, I'll say the Padres. Padres will definitely be a wild card team. I think they're really good. Um, uh, I, I do think that another the second wild card is going to come from the NL East. Um, so we'll say the Phillies. But yeah, they lose anyways. All right. Yeah. I don't know. What can you do? You could give. Well, okay. I know. It doesn't matter, Craig. Just go ahead, Scott. <laughs> um, all right, I'll do the um, I'll do the AL first. Um, so Yankees with the division, and then uh, I have the White Sox and the Astros, and then uh, the Twins and Rays, which means that the Indians are barely left out, as well as the Angels and the A's for that matter. So. I don't even Woo. know. I, I don't like that at all. What about the oh, NL, Scott? Well, the NL, I'm going to say, okay, so I had Braves, Brewers, Dodgers, and then um, Pirates and uh, – Pirates, what am I doing? Padres <laughs> and um, – I guess the Cardinals growth. I guess they're going to sneak in. I don't know. Um, World Series. Um, Vince, it bothers me. Like, in a way, you don't fully understand how much I hate to agree with you here, but um, it will be a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. That is the prediction. And I, it's just not fair. <laughs> oh, I understand, Scott. I, I truly do. You know, I like it's the something of that the U.S. Wants. And, it's nothing in no, middle no. like Middle America does not want to see this. But uh, this is the year that uh, the Yankees and Dodgers play for it all. And I I don't know, Vince, you might know. When's the last time that happened? 1978, right? Or no, 1981. 19, uh, yeah, 1981. Oh man, so. so yeah, it happened a few times. Tommy Lasorda's Dodgers lost to the Yankees in the World Series several times uh, in the 70s to Billy Barton's Yankees, but then they won it all uh, once against the Yankees as well. So it happened a few times, but it's been, you know, almost 40 years since it's happened. So it's not like it's a regular occurrence. But that being said, I hate the Dodgers at this point. Um, you know, they're 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 playing against the Brewers, just their style of play, their – a lot of things bother me about the Dodgers. There's a lot of things about the Yankees that, you know, the traditionalist in me loves the, you know, Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Yogi Berra, Yankees, but, um, and Derek Jeter for that matter too. But, you know, it's a different age. I, well, I, Paul I think Neal. that yeah, Paul Neal was fine. He wasn't a homegrown Yankee, but whatever. All right. um, and manager Joe Torrey, who the Brooker Review interviewed, actually Vince, you interviewed, which is phenomenal. I think you guys yeah, even shook hands at the end. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, still, still a cringe-worthy <laughs> moment for me, at least. So uh, my, my dad almost disowned me for that because uh, one of his heroes and my grandfather's heroes was Joe Torrey, and I forgot to shake his hand at the end of the whole thing. But, um, you know, just a little nervous, guys. Like, you know, a little anxiety. I was uh, pretty young. We were all young. Craig was only 40 at that point. So we were, uh, you know <laughs> – if 
different 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 position in life. But uh, anyways, love to reproduce that interview. I'm sure we can get press passes and go to MLB headquarters and interview Joe where he's currently working today. So yeah, we should probably get press passes now. You I did think. pick the the Yankees over the Dodgers, uh, Vince, right? In the this year, I did. Yeah, I pick. I pick, and I will amend my statement. I I will pick a uh, wild card teams uh, just because I probably should in the AL. I I'll pick the White Sox to win one of the wild cards, and I will pick. Um, I don't know who else to pick. I, I'll yeah. go with Oakland. As the other, Oakland as the other wild card. Okay, and Scott, you, who did you pick to win the World Series out of your matchup? Um, well, I just assume that. Um, I don't know, like the owners um, and the commissioners and everyone that like pulls all the strings in the world would look into their black hearts and find a way to crown them both champions. That would be the only way to irritate me more. So um, I assume that's what's going to happen for the first time ever. Co-champions. You heard it here first. No, I think, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I think the Dodgers, I, 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 I'll pick the Dodgers. All right. With conviction, Scott. Big Dodger fan. <laughs> and that's the Yankee fan. I'm not a White Sox yeah. fan, but just speaking of the White Sox, they have a ridiculous bullpen, a ridiculous starting rotation, in my opinion. And their offense, even though they did even uh, lose Loy Jimenez for at least five months in the season, um, besides that, I really think they're, that they're going to be a pretty awesome team this year. So we'll see. And the Padres are also pretty stacked, but uh, obviously it's possible that the Yankees or Dodgers, one of them could make the World Series. I don't know, though. We'll see. Um, so getting back to your Milwaukee Brewers, which I'm sure is why you tune in to listen to this uh, podcast in the first place. Uh, we're going to quick throw out a couple of um, possible Brewer predictions. First of all, I guess let's go with the win total, guys. We all picked on the win division, of course, as big time homers, but what's your win total on the Brewers this year? 90. Scott? You're not going to like this. I said it was close. 87. I think that wins it. Ooh, right. I like that. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go with 89, actually. All right, we'll see. This should be interesting. Um, as, so Craig, you're you're not the you're not the most pessimistic amongst us. That's amazing. Yeah, I almost yeah, almost was gonna be. I didn't want to be the most pessimistic and blow you guys away, but anyway. Um, oh. right, well, <laughs> I actually was gonna say ninety, but I didn't want to be the same as Vince, so I got a little little pessimistic there at the end. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> so real quick though, so we can wrap this thing up. Who was this go around? Um, Who's what are your, are your prediction for best brewer hitter pitcher? Or we'll do these separately. Let's go around the horn uh, and rapid fire. Oh no! Who are you? Rapid fire. And, Wait, and, and, and Scott, take and Scott, take your time. Don't worry about the. Rapid I go kind of quick on this. Um, I haven't researched you, this. Twenty twenty one. Brewer. Take your time, Scott. Hitter, best hitter. Twenty twenty one Brewers. Vince, you can go first. Uh, yeah, Christian Yelich. I mean, I think he's going to have a great bounce back year. Uh, obviously, last year was weird all the way around. Um, weird for him, weird for baseball, weird for the country, weird for everybody. Uh, but I think he's going to come back strong this year. He's a way too professional, way too good of a hitter not to. I'll say uh, the boring answer is Christian Yelich. Scott? 
Do we have a most improved hitter over last year? Because we honestly, like, there could be eight people (laughs) that could possibly. Everybody besides Arcea will improve. Right. (laughs) Um, All right. No, what do you want from me? Uh, No, Yelich is definitely, um, uh, I think he'll be our best hitter. Okay, I'll go with that too. Uh, Christian Yelich, even though, yeah, okay. Uh, Pitcher of the year. Scott, you lead us off. Pitcher of the year. So it could be starter or reliever. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. All right. Well, um, with that in mind, if we're going to look at ERA, despite the fact that we have two amazing bullpen arms, Hader and Williams, I'm going to say um, Corbin Burns. Builds on what he did last year and is the Brewers' best pitcher this year. Vince? I don't know. I think he can do it. I don't know. We've always, like, he's been one of those guys that, like, we've always rooted for him. When he had some really, really rough years, like, everybody still knew that he had the potential to be really good, and we hung on to him. And, like, I I just think uh, this could be his year. Why not? That's awesome, Scotty. I uh, I love Corbin Burns. I think he's going to have a great year this year, but I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Woodruff. I think that um, Woodruff is a guy that can throw a lot of innings as well. I think he's he's going to develop uh, not only his, his dominance factor this year, but I think he's going to be even more of a workhorse. I just think he's got that capability. I think his arm can handle it. Um, I'm going to go with Woodruff. And I also, I also think that Peralta is going to end up being a great number three starter in this rotation. Uh, a guy who could he, he could be even higher in many other teams' rotations, but um, I'm going to go with Woodruff as my official pick for this year, uh, with a nod to all those other guys being being great and uh, a repeat performance uh, on some levels at least from Devin Williams and another uh, you know superior year from Josh Hader as well. But Woodruff is my official pick. Yeah, those I really that- like that you brought up the um, uh, the fact that um, you know there's a potential here where. I mean, obviously, no pitcher threw a lot of innings last year, and so you just don't know how certain people are going to react to it. It's almost going to be, you know, maybe a little bit of luck, good or bad, but maybe like whoever, um, you know, stayed in the best shape, you know, in the off season and is ready to go, uh, they might have the best chance for success. But yeah, th- that's going to be something to watch. I really wonder if we're going to see just a ton of arm injuries this year. I hope not. And and I well, don't one, mean like Brewers. I mean like the whole league, all all baseball. And one of the reasons why I think the Brewers are going to have a decent year is because their bullpen has, you know, more depth than a lot of other teams. And you might need guys to fill in in that, you know, six, seven, eight, nine innings. Um, you know, and I I don't know that other teams are quite as prepared as the Brewers are. I think we've got some depth where other teams don't. So uh, that's why I think our record is going to be good. But I think that Woodruff is going to be the guy that stays in the bullpen some innings, uh, is able to throw a little bit deeper into games than a lot of our other starters. Um, so that's why I'm giving him the nod. I, and I will also point out that uh, Corbin Burns actually won the team MVP, not just pitcher uh, of the year last year, but Corbin Burns actually won the team MVP last season, which is I think only the fourth time in Brewers history uh, that that's happened. Uh, I think the other winners are Raleigh Fingers, Doug Jones, and uh, Billy Travers. So it, it's not often that a pitcher actually is, the most valuable player on the team as well, but uh, I would CC as well. So five times, uh, but uh, still, anyways, I think, I think Woodruff is, is going to be our number one uh, pitcher this year. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously the top three in our rotation now, if you include Fred Prother, that's uh, pretty exciting for, for the first time I can remember. Um, and the back of our bullpen is also ridiculous. I, obviously, when we had Knable and Hader, you know, uh, basically Hader, the setup guy behind Knable, is pretty phenomenal too. But I think these guys are even better than that. Uh, One-two punch. But I'm going to stick with the rotation also. And I got to agree with Scott. I actually think Corbin Burns is going to be our – uh, most value, most valuable pitcher. In fact, I'm going to throw out two even crazier bowl predictions that Carmen Burns wins the NL Cy Young this year. And Whoa. he throws Jeez, a second Craig. and that he will, during the 2021 season, he will throw the second no-hitter in Brewer history. Nice. We'll see. Wow. That's bold. Craig, like one month ago, you said, quote, David Stern sucks. I mean, this is this is a big jump. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't think David Stern's going to win the sign though. But um, <laughs> <laughs> or even the GM of the year for that. Colton man. Wong, Jackie Bradley <laughs> Jr. That's Brewers right. division crown. Yeah, they will make. They, they they probably will make great defensive plays in that no hitter though. I'm going to predict that. So. <laughs> All right. Um, let's the Cardinals are like, uh, oh, we we acquired Nolan Arenado. He's one of the best players in the league. Oh, we're so good. <laughs> nope. Not nothing. Jackie Bradley Jr. And Colton Wong. Former Cardinal. Coming back to haunt you forever. All right. Just let's, like just do, let's do unsung unsung here. Colton Wong is gonna make losing Jason Hayward. You'll forget all about it. Because when you lose Colton <laughs> Wong and he has the year he has with the Brewers this year. Scott, they forgot about that years ago with Jason Hayward, just so you know. Oh, no. They're bitter. All right, Scott. Un- fans hero. Are bitter. Unsung hero for the Brewers in 2021. <clears throat> what? No, don't lead off with me on that. All right, Vince. Unsung hero? Yeah. Uh, unsung hero. Um, great, great question. I'll go with um, – Despite Scott's proclamation, I'm going to go with Colton Wong as the unsung hero. I think that his defense is going to be incredibly good uh, and good to the point where we sort of forget how good it is throughout the course of the year. Uh, And I think that his offense is going to be better than people might think. So I'm going to go with Colton Wong. I think, you know, he's not a guy that's going to win the MVP or anything, but um, I do think that his, his defense in the infield is going to really solidify some things. I think he's going to cover a lot of ground. I think he's going to make Hero's transition to first base easier. Uh, and I think that his bat plays well at uh, American Family Field. So I, I, I'm going to give him the Unsung Hero Award. All right, I'll go with Omar Narayas. Um I just think he's going to have a pretty big bounce back from his disappointing 2020. And, uh, and in doing so, it'll solidify the catching spot for us. And so I'll just go with that. Man, I don't know. Kind of disappointed there because actually those probably would have been my top two picks. But um, Scott, you can still pick it. Pick. No, I want to be. I'll I'll switch mine to Louis Urias then because I actually do think he's going to have a pretty good year. But All right. we'll see. I'll switch mine from Jackie Bradley Jr. Then. <laughs> Jackie Bradley Jr. Yes, good, great pick. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I just don't know. I mean, like, obviously, you know, Kane opted out last year after just a handful of games. And, um, 
I just think that this uh, team might be in a world of hurt without, um, you know, that kind of insurance policy in, in Jackie Bradley. And I, not only that, but um, he does, he does still play a good center. So he's going to provide some of that defense too. I think that I, I don't know because we don't have press passes anymore, but um, uh, my anonymous source, Tom Carter, see, we didn't say it last episode. So we got to say it twice this time. Um, said that, um, yeah, Bradley is actually going to we, be we did a, say, a leader we, in the clubhouse we did say as well. Last, we did say it last oh. episode, Scott. Oh, we did? Okay. Well, then we can hold off maybe. We'll miss next episode. <laughs> no, I think uh, – no, the Jackie Bradley signing, I mean, uh, it was a little more than what I, I thought we would have to pay to get him, but I think I think he's going to be a leader in the clubhouse, and I think that um, he's going to have a good year. Another good candidate, even for this, even though we, no one picked him, is even Avatar Garcia. Even though it, it, he's supposedly be pushed to the fourth starter role, but he's been having a phenomenal spring. And, um, so, well, I, I think that I think that that signing will light a fire under him to actually improve his play. So, I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's pretty exciting to know that the Brewers can withstand an injury in the outfield and still kind of not lose a beat, so to speak. Obviously, if it wants to not Yelich, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty excited. He lost. Uh, he shed 20 pounds coming in the spring too. So I always think that that's uh, definitely. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, he came in motivated. So, and it is a contract year for him now. So, yeah, see what happens. And uh, we, I was going to throw out a breakout too, but we'll skip that. I think we're probably all in agreement that someone like Keston Hira is going to maybe take his game to the next level this year, hitting the middle of our order. Um, he's been susceptible to strikeouts and. Uh, all that stuff, but I really th- he's also just carrying the cover off the ball in spring, tons of home runs and stuff. So I, I just think he's going to take his game to the next level this year, also. So, all around, tons to be excited about a full slate of baseball games, hopefully. Um, and fans back in seats at least in a limited capacity to start the year. Um, no tailgating yet, but that should be on the horizon, I'm guessing. So, you know, before the end of this season, there's going to be a lot of exciting things. Obviously, we'll have a Cy Young Award winner. We'll have a no-header. We'll, hopefully, there'll be fans at the game. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, the Brewers will be winning the division, according to your Brooker Review crew here. So, I don't know. If you're not excited after listening to this, I don't know what's wrong with you. I know this is something that should never be brought up. But, um, okay, you can't tailgate in Miller Park, which means what? You can't bring a grill? But if you, like, pre-cooked everything, you know, threw it in a cooler, kept it warm, and then, you know, came out in the parking lot and ate and drank for an hour, is that all right? No, absolutely not allowed, Scott. What? Why? Absolutely not. Why? Why not? Don't ask me. I mean, they're not going to be like, you've gotten out of your car. You have five minutes to vacate the area. Like, I mean, I don't know. They're not going to pay extra people to enforce that. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think that the Brewers actually agree with us on the tailgating thing being a little bit ridiculous. I mean, that can be self-contained with people in your own group. Um, you can space it out, especially with limited capacity. You could park cars every like three spots or four spots even, and still be okay uh, with the massive parking lots at Miller Park. And you know, I think that it's really a question for the Milwaukee Health Department at this point. It, it sounds like it's not really the brewers who are holding things up. It's the it's the the city. Um, so I don't know. I I think that 
you know, it's just one of those things. They're they're also prohibiting uh, carrying food items, which, you know, I think in the past uh, I've certainly taken advantage of and just, you know, brought a sandwich or something to the game. Um, so that's unfortunate. And they're also doing away with any paper tickets this year, uh, or at least in the first month of the season, which uh, is supposed to limit contact. I don't really know what that actually does since COVID doesn't seemingly live on surfaces. But, um, you know. No, I, I agree with you guys. I, I think some of these things are just – COVID's giving some of these, and this isn't just throughout baseball, but throughout other industries too, is giving, uh, you know, in this case, baseball, an excuse to implement things that they were trying to do anyway. And I think this is one the brewers have been wanting to go all paperless tickets and they wanted to cut down on the, what you can bring for quite a long time without having a fans, you know, complain. Now they can have the built in COVID excuse. And the same thing with like, just completely, what the what the MLB did to the minor leagues? I know they were looking to do that before the pandemic hit, and now they took advantage of this situation to implement that. And to me, it's just it's just shitty. But um, whatever. No, I know. And, and, and I got a Craig, I know you an adult episode. Just for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can bleep that out. But um, Craig, I, Craig, I know you love Damn it, uh, Scott. concession. Well, I don't Craig, know. I know. We already once you break that seal, you can't unring yeah, that bell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Craig, I know you love Craig, I know that you love concession food, but you know, for those of us that like to, you know, kind of plan ahead and, and buy better quality food, we can bring that into the stadium in previous years and now we can't. I do I do have a concern for people who are of a certain generation, uh, especially, but people that don't have smartphones, uh, that maybe couldn't necessarily show a ticket uh on their phones, you know, and I, I think People well, not only that, but what, what happens quick. if your battery dies as you're walking up? Well, let's say you did illegally tailgate well, I, too long and your phone battery dies by the time you get up there. Then what? I well, mean, right. Right. And you guys, you know, we've been friends for a long time. You you know, you guys know my parents. Like, they go to games every year, but they don't – they always just print out their tickets. They're, they have the hard copy of the tickets. And they they don't have smartphones. Like, they, they're retired. They don't need them. They don't care. And – my dad uh, goes to a seventy-one. What, Scott? You got to go to window twelve, right? Was it? Was that the window? <laughs> window twelve gonna... with Jimmy. Yep. Yeah. But but you no. But in there? all in all seriousness, they're going to view that as being something that they just don't want to deal with, and they will watch the game on TV uh, instead of going to the game. And my my point is is that I think that the Brewers could lose um, a significant demo, like percentage of a demographic that you know cares a lot about Brewers baseball, but doesn't necessarily you know, follow all of the latest tech trends that are not going to deal with, you know, uh, emailed tickets uh, of any type. And they're just going to want to, yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, my my dad just turned 71 this weekend, actually yesterday, and he's never even been on the internet his whole life. So I guess he won't be going to any games. Well, right. And and, I mean, I'm, I'm actually really serious. Like, you know, these are people that are smart enough to do it, but they don't want to. And it, that's okay. That's their prerogative. Like uh, people like your dad or my parents are not going to go buy a new smartphone because the brewers insist on that being the only medium of, you know, getting entry to the stadium. So I just, I just think it's a little, they're jumping my guess, ahead. My guess, Vince, I guess is they're going to have pushback on it and, and that they eventually will be able to, they, they will, they will realize that in order to not cut those people off, that they will allow it 
it'll be a print ticket at home or something like that, that they will allow in some capacity once they get enough pushback. And I think that that will happen some point in the next month. Or so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, and maybe that's true, but you know, even so, like, even the print at home stuff, like that's a better option. So I'm, I'm all okay with that. But you know, when you're talking about print at home, that means that somebody needs to be aware of how to purchase tickets on the, on the internet instead of getting them through the mail, like they could have done in the past. But, um, you know, I, I think you can work through some of those hurdles, but it just seems like they're really jumping the gun a little too quickly on a few of these things. And I think they're going to cut off a significant demographic of Brewer fans that um, just aren't interested in, in, you know, utilizing the latest technology. They're very comfortable with paper tickets. They're very comfortable with, you know, doing things the way that they've done it for, you know, 50 years. And uh, I don't think that it's fair necessarily or a good business decision to expect a lot of these people to change their habits of, uh, you know, many decades uh, at this yeah. point, just because, you know, I, I really do think that they, they were setting this up to go this route eventually. Um, so I do think they'll get some pushback. And at some point, though, in the future, whether or not it's a it's real close future, they there will probably just be a reality of it that, that you would not need to do it. You may, they'll have to be with someone that has it on their phone or so. I don't know. It's ridiculous, but I agree with you. So, but uh, anyway, we got to wrap it up here. So once again, check us out on Twitter at at Broker Review One. Um, and definitely looking forward to 2021 season. Hopefully you guys can make it up to Milwaukee to the game or if they come to your area to check out the Brewers this year. It's going to be an awesome year and really excited. So, Oh, Craig, actually, um, I, I have to jump in here quick. Um, first of all, before our press passes are denied again, I do just want to let everyone know that I'm in no way advocating for anybody to uh, illegally tailgate in the Brewers facilities. I think that everything the Milwaukee Brewers do is awesome and right. So want to absolutely like make that abundantly clear. Um, one last thing. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Swords and Dreams, your one-stop shop for reptiles and weaponry. Swords and Dreams, we make your terrifying dreams a reality. <laughs> yes, indeed. And uh, thank you, Wes Ellis, again for that promotion. But um, – Yes, guys, I think it's going to be a good year. I'm excited for some Brewers baseball. What are uh, what are y'all going to do for opening day on Thursday? Um, I have to work, but I'm thinking about getting some, um, I don't know. I think it's just me, but I feel like I should probably do like brats. I mean, you almost have to. It's opening day. I think I did ribs last year. Um, you, you did, Scott. You told all the viewers about it. Yeah, I think I might just do some uh, beer brats or burgers, something like that. Um, you know, and then, um, I don't know, maybe a couple of more. I'll, I'll be watching the game. Maybe a high life. I'll definitely be uh, tuning in the game, and then I'll be playing <clears throat> April Fool's jokes on all my family's friends and coworkers as much as possible. But beyond that, I'll be watching. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, that sounds good, guys. We're we're gonna be <clears throat> grilling out down here as well in uh, in Texas, tuning into the game, of course. Uh, but we will be tailgating early in the morning, uh, just per usual, though we were in the parking lot and uh, doing some brats, some burgers, some hot dogs, and just kind of having an all-day feast. Uh, being in Texas means that we're gonna be watching the Brewers uh, against the Twins starting at two o'clock, and then just kind of making it into baseball day, watching games as soon as the Brewers end, and then. 
uh, tuning in the Astros game, which starts at like nine o'clock Texas time uh, that evening. So we've got an all day uh, baseball day planned, which is going to be nice. awesome. All right, so, perfect. Stay classy, guys, and go Brewers! All right, guys, go, go Brewers! Brewers. Do, 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 do. All right. Review is back with you.